I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. When is the last time you felt alive? The last time you stepped out of the shadows and let the world see your light shine. This is a place for you to find yourself. A place to discover your passion. The gift you want to give to the world. If you want to dance, we hope you dance. Whatever and whoever you want to be is exactly who you should be. Welcome to Live, Love, Dance. Here's Deanna Lee. Thank you so much. Welcome to Live, Love, Dance. I am Deanna Lee. You can find me at Deanna Lee Dance on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I'm on the Pinterest and the YouTubes. And also you can find me through the Boot Boogie Babes on all of those social platforms as well. Today, I am super excited about the guest on the show. She's actually here with me in the studio. It's Susie Wright. Hey, girl. Hey, how you doing? (laughs) I'm really good. I'm excited because you are part of the Deanna Lee Dance organization. And that's the reason why we know each other. Yes. And I'm curious, how did you find out about Deanna Lee Dance and the Boot Boogie Babes? So I had heard about it, believe it or not, on the radio. And I had heard about auditions and I was like, what is this? Like, is this like a team you can join? Is this like a promotions team? So I Googled it and I was like, oh my God, I really want to become a part of this. But I was kind of afraid when I first learned about it because I'd only been line dancing for about six months. And I was like, these girls are professionals. I I need, (laughs) no. So I didn't audition when I first heard about it because I had barely been line dancing, barely, barely been line dancing. And then I had about a year and a half and I was like, auditions are coming up. And I was like, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna go for it. And so literally auditions came up and I just went for it. I had never done a boot camp. I had never even done the auditions boot camp. I had just seen auditions and I went full out for it. We call that in the organization just walking off the street. <laughs> That's what I did. I walked off the street and y'all were like, who's this girl? And I was like, what's up? <laughs> we did. We were like, who's this firecracker? Yeah, it was me. It was you. Well, you mentioned the boot camps and the audition boot camp, which is what we have going on right now. It's basically boot camp, line dance boot camp, where we teach you the basics in line dancing and we teach you how to dance in the style of the boot boogie babes. Now, you mentioned that you had only been line dancing for six months. Where were you line dancing? Uh, I was line dancing at Bourbon Jack's. Uh Uh-huh. And so that's kind of like where I started because it was like the bar just down the street from my house and like people never believe me. But when I first started going, I would literally just go and get my drink and then I'd go sit in a corner and read a book until lessons started. I told you no one believes me. I would literally just go and read a book until lessons and I'd set the book down. I would go do lessons and then I would leave. Like people were like, okay, this girl just walks in, reads, dances and leaves. That's literally all I did. And then after about a month of doing this, this like sweet person comes up and introduces herself because we started to like recognize faces. And then it was just like, she ended up being my best friend. Her name is Serena. And she was just like, she just started talking to me. And I was like, a friend? Like I was just like shell shocked because I was out of college and I hadn't really made any like adult friends. Yeah. So and she just introduced herself to me. And then all of a sudden, like this group of people, we just kept coming week after week after week. And then I stopped 
reading at the bar. But yeah, no, literally like. Because you were talking to people. I, was, I, I had friends. I was like, oh my gosh, what is this? And then I became the life of the party. Oh, of course you did. You're always the life of our party, too. I remember when you first came to us, you were a bit shy. But you were definitely determined and you could tell that you were really passionate about dancing. And I remember you coming to me and saying, you know what, Dee, I I really want to do this, but I also belong to another team. And is that going to be a problem? And I remember asking you, well, what is this team? Can you describe the team that you're on? What is it? Yeah. So I'm with Cheer Seattle, which is a local cheerleading organization. And I was just nervous because your rules were like, you can't be on any other dance team. And I was like, well, some people consider cheerleading a dance team. And we do Mm -hmm. dance a little bit, but we're mostly focused on throwing people up in the air and catching them. (laughs) That's our primary, our primary source. And I just wanted to make sure like I knew I could juggle both like practices and performances, I knew that wouldn't be an issue, but I mm-hmm. didn't want to like risk any, like I didn't want to risk being in trouble. Right. And so I was just like, is this okay? Like, <laughs> it's totally different. I swear to you, they don't line dance. If I was even like, hey guys, check out this line dance, they'd be like, mm, what are you doing? Not so much. They're like, next. <laughs> well, I think the thing about Cheer Seattle, because I did some research on it, it's a nonprofit organization, correct? Yes, it is. Right. So every year we uh, pick a beneficiary and we spend our whole season raising money for this beneficiary. And then at the end of the season, we present them with a check. And so we always try to make sure that these charities are local, health-focused, LGBTQ-focused, like just really trying to do good for For the the community. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I just love it. And that's why I, when I did the research on it, I said, wow, you know, this girl is really cool because she's wanting to help the community because that's a big part of what we do with the Deanna Lee Dance Organization. As a matter of fact, you were just there for Paws, Draws, and Yeehaws. I was. Oh my gosh, that was like... One of my favoriteest charity events I have done. <laughs> like, I'm an animal lover. Like, my mom showed up with her two dogs, and it was just so awesome. And when I heard how much money we had raised, I was like, oh my, like, I was so proud of everybody. I just was like, hugs, hugs to everybody because we killed it. And Dakota Portman was awesome. Like, <laughs> he, his own originals plus his covers, I was just like, this dude's amazing. Like I He was put just, on a party, I'm telling you. Oh, he did. Oh, we could have rocked it all night long. I know. <laughs> like, it was almost like hard when it ended. We were like, that's it? It's so early. Like, we don't want this party to end. But what was great about Podstraws and Yeehaws and I, I, was the fact that we were raising money for Bulldog Haven Northwest out of Marysville. And they help find forever homes for dogs who've been displaced or, you know, up for adoption and those sorts of things. And we were able, I don't know if you've heard the final numbers. I, I haven't not. shared them with anybody. I, we just got the final numbers last night. Uh, we raised $5,250. That is just <laughs> oh, so awesome. Like like I said, I'm a huge animal lover. And so to help animals in any way, shape, or form, I'm just, that's so awesome. Yeah, they're over the moon. Bulldog Haven Northwest is like, you know what, ladies? We have a lot of uh, fundraisers that we do, but... Nothing quite like this. You ladies know how to put on an event. Oh, we know how to get down. (laughs) We do. We do. We know how to have a lot of fun. Well, let's talk about your experience coming into the organization and starting line dancing. And you you mentioned us. You're like, oh, you girls are a bunch of professionals. But now that's basically what you are, too, because the definition of a professional dancer is someone that goes out and performs publicly, you know, for people. And 
you've been doing that all year long. How has that made an impact on your life? That has changed kind of like everything because, you know, before I was like, I'm an okay line dancer, but, and it was always like that, but that was like hovering just right there. Mm -hmm. And now I'm like, okay, no, I know what I'm doing. Like, I feel much more confident to like go on a dance floor and start the dance. Whereas before I was like, oh no, I'm not good enough to start it on my own. And I was like, oh no, 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 no. We were sad. I got this. <laughs> you know, like my confidence has just gone through the roof and I, I'm like so ready for like anything that comes up, like anytime in practice. If you're like, we're going to try this, I'm like, let's do it. And it's like, we're going to learn a new dance. Let's do it. Like I am just so like pumped and ready now in like a way before, like you said, I was really shy in the beginning and before I was like just very quiet and shy and I just kind of let things happen. Now I'm like excited for what's coming. You've become a different person to us because I remember back when we did Boots and Bunks. It was an overnight event that we had for the ladies. It was all ladies, ladies only. And we went to a ski lodge in Snoqualmie and everybody brought their sleeping bags and their PJs and food. And we had like a shut in that night. And I remember you telling the ladies about your book reading and how you were very quiet and you had a hard time making friends and things like that. And we're like, what? That's not the Susie we know. I mean, you have just come out of your shell. Can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah. So that's kind of, I guess, like what people would call like a defense mechanism. Anytime I'm in a new area, I'm like, ooh, see that corner? That's a nice corner. I'm going to be over there. And then when I start to get comfortable, like I like I pick out like certain people that I feel comfortable around. And then it's like I get more and more comfortable. And then it's like, Oh, what's this faceted of her? Oh, what's this? Oh, what's that? And before you know it, I'm like that loud, obnoxious person that basically brings <laughs> the party wherever she's at. And it just takes time. And I don't really know why I, why I do that. Because like everyone's like, you need to stop that. Like, we love you this way. Stop being shy. I'm like, I can't control. I like get nervous. And I'm like, sure. freeze up, basically. And it's just like, that is yeah. like one of my like lifelong goals is to stop being shy in new situations or new places. I can tell you, and this is not something that people know about me, Susie, so this is a bit of a confession, but I totally feel you on that. I have social anxiety, and I am put in situations all the time where I have to lead the room, uh, whether it be with coaching dance or with radio. Like tonight, I'm going to go and I'm going to host the Walker Hayes New Country Night Out show. And when I get there... I'm going to be a little nervous. And it's weird. It's a social anxiety when there's like a lot of people in the room. And I get nervous about having one-on-one conversations with people. I mean, I always, I never show it, but it's always there. And I think that people just in general struggle with that sort of thing. So to see you accomplish uh, your goal of you know just even short term of like I'm not I'm not going to be the shy girl in the room I'm gonna I'm gonna be myself and I'm gonna be outgoing and I'm gonna be the life of the party and so kudos to you and I hope that Deanna Lee Dance has has given you um, the comfort level to be able to do that. It's definitely helped in that because like we go out to events and we're encouraged to interact with people and everything and be friendly. And like my initial thing is like, oh, my God, I'm going to go hide. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. I can't do that. But then it's like you, you're with your boot sisters and it's all about having like a safe place for like women. And so it's like when you have your boot sisters, they're like, no, no, no you're not going to go out by yourself. We're going to go out together and we're going to talk to everybody and interact with them. And then it's really nice because it's like my initial fear is to run and hide. And they're like, no, no, no you got this. You've got the personality. <laughs> you just need some encouragement. And so it's just really great to like know that like 
you're never truly alone yeah. in anything with the that's organization. Right. And that's like one of the things I think has helped me the most is realizing that I'm in a room full of people who do care for me. And so it's like I can be silly and goofy and they're just going to take it and they're going to love it. I love that. Well, you're listening to Live, Love, Dance today, and our guest is Susie Wright. And I didn't mention this earlier. I should have said, you are one of our boot chicks. I am. <laughs> and truly, like the heart and soul of the organization. I just love the boot chicks, because you ladies, you you come to like take over. It is always great. And on social media, people just go nuts for you guys. Anytime we post a video of your performance, it always goes viral. People are like, who are these girls? <laughs> uh, we're the boot chicks. <laughs> it's so great. And we also have another connection besides dance. We have a radio connection. Can you tell me about your history with radio? Absolutely. So I uh, graduated college with a radio degree. Um, and it was so crazy because I took that class by mistake, like freshman year of college. I thought, what class um, was it? It was like intro broadcasting. And uh-huh. I don't know why it didn't click. Like broadcasting meant radio. I thought it was the school. Oh, okay. Well, because it was called Journalism 101 in parentheses, broadcasting. Oh, yeah. I didn't read the parentheses. That's how they get you. That's how they got Because <laughs> I thought I was signing up for the school newspaper. Yeah. I was like, yeah, like still some type of like media. And then we get in there and he's like, welcome to radio. And I was like... Oh, Lord, what did I get myself into? I'm in the wrong class. I cannot be talking on the radio. My mouth, who knows what's going to come out. And, you know, like, I was like, everything was new and exciting. And I was always curious about the radio as like a little kid because my mom and I drove from Kent to Bellevue. And for like those of you who don't know, that commute has gone from like 45 minutes to an hour to like an hour and a half. And I did that for my whole entire education from pre-kindergarten to the day I graduated. So I would listen to the radio over and over and over again. So you're a radio user. We love that. (laughs) Yeah. Right? Back before (laughs) podcasts were a thing, it was all about life on the radio. Right. And so I was like, what kind of job is that? You know, because I was used to like people going into offices and I never knew what they did. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, Radio seems cool. Like, I always thought that as a kid. Because, like, you get to come in and you get to talk. And I love to talk. So, when I found out I was in the radio class, I was like, all right, you know what? Childhood says stick it out. So, I stuck it out. And I ended up leaving in the middle of my program to go get a makeup certification. But I came back and I got my degree. And I was, like, so really thankful in some ways that I did. Because they touched on everything. They touched being on air, FM, AM, and podcasts. Yeah. So, I, it was definitely, like, well-rounded. Yeah, what school was it? Green River Community College. Oh, okay. They're in Auburn, correct? Yes, they are. Oh, I know about that school. Yeah, yeah that's, well, that's great. Did you make some friends while you were there? I, I, I obviously interacted with like people who were in the radio program, but mm-hmm. my shyness was like super strong back in college. Well, so you're kind of a different person right now. Oh yeah, no. Like if the people who saw me at my college radio program saw me now, they'd be like. We don't know this girl. Who is this person? They're like, she kind of looks familiar, but we don't know her. And it kind of seems like it all goes back to the start where you're at Bourbon Jack's, you're beginning to line dance, and you start making friends. And I think I know this Serena girl that you mentioned. Is she dark haired? No, she's blonde. She's a blonde girl. My bad. But I probably would know her if you showed me a picture. So when she came to the last social and you actually asked her to join the team. Oh, <laughs> you were like, 
you should come to auditions. And I tried. I tried so hard to get her to come to auditions. Yeah. But she's on the cheer team with me. Oh. And I think because she's a mom, I feel like she feels like she has enough. She's got a lot on her she's plate. She's got a lot on her plate. Oh, she's that got totally makes sense. Yeah. Two kids, single mom, and she's yeah. also on the cheer team. And I was like, yeah. come on, just give up your Wednesdays. Like, come on, come on. <laughs> and she was like, I can't. I'm like, yes, you can. They can tuck themselves into bed. Like, I don't understand. Oh, I've got cats. No, yeah, right. Like, I've got cats. They don't care if I'm home or not. As right. long as that food dish is full. That's all they care about. So, But yeah, it seems like dance has just completely impacted your life in such a positive way. It really has. Like, it's it's really crazy. That's why no one believes me when I tell them the story. Like, I was in the corner reading a book. No one believes me. And I'm uh-huh. like, no, 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 I got witnesses. So now when you're on stage, let's say, what was the last? Pro- well, we did. Were you there for the Four Square Mile Music Festival? Yes, I was. We performed. I think it was probably like four or five thousand people were at that event. It was sold out. And oh, yeah. yeah um, Adam Craig, that's his event that he puts on every year. And we had the boot girls and the boot chicks come out with the boot boogie babes and perform. And I'm, I don't know, is that the largest crowd you've ever performed in front of? Oh, most definitely. That is the largest crowd. And I loved it. I loved it so much. Me and one of the B3s, we did not change right away. After the performance, we went out into the beer garden and we interacted with like everybody passing out stickers. And they're like, you guys were amazing. Can we take your picture? And I was like, you sure can. I don't even know how many Snapchat stories I was on after that. Like I wish there was a count because it was, they were so complimentative and they loved us. And I was like, they love me. You really love me. <laughs> She's doing her hair like this right now. Just like kind of, I flew in my hair you know. back. Yeah, no, like it was so awesome. I was like on such a performance high after that because I was like, oh my God, like this was just amazing. And I just remember just feeling on cloud nine. Yeah. Like it was so awesome. That was a great, great feeling. And I loved being able to have you ladies with us and to get you on a stage like that. I mean, now when you walked out, let's talk about that shy girl in the corner reading the book. What was she thinking when she walked when you walked out there on that stage in front of all those people? She was like, you have lost your mind. <laughs> I was like, OK, I need to go turn around right now. Get back. Really? You were car. thinking that? Come on. Well, so that was like one half of me. One half of me was like, nope, nope. I've made a grave mistake. Turn around. <laughs> the other part of me was like. Oh, crap. I better not mess up. (laughs) (laughs) I better get on this. Right. I was like, I was like, for a minute, I was dazed. Like, I was Uh just like, oh, my God, because all you see is like a sea of people. Right. That's all you see. And you've got the lights and the sea of people. And then you're like, do I remember my name? Like, (laughs) what is the dance we're doing? Right. And I was like, what? (laughs) And then you take that minute and then you like take a deep breath. and You're like, and it almost brings you back to reality. And then you look around and again, you're a team. You're not alone. Right. You know, and then I was like, okay. And then you kind of jump back into reality, you know, and it's just you at the studio with your boot sisters and we're just dancing. Mm -hmm. And then it was so awesome. And then at the end to do the Blanco Brown, uh, the get get up up challenge, (laughs) like if there was ever a way to get your nerves out. That's it. That's it right there. Yeah. Yeah. Because it doesn't matter. Just have fun. And the whole crowd was doing it with us. That was a super fun night. It was. I'm I know. I totally hope we do it again. I'm so for it. I suppose because they cleared the stage so much for us. (gasps) Oh, yeah. I was like, they just cleared the whole stage for us. Yeah, DA Sound uh, did an amazing job with that. And I don't think we've ever had a stage cleared off that much for us before. We're like, look at all this room. This is great. (laughs) Right? Like, I was ready to take, like, the tiniest step. Right. I was like, baby step, baby step. And I was like, 
Oh, okay. Well, this just changed everything. <laughs> well, so you've met one of your like short-term goals about coming kind of out of your, you know, shy place, a shy girl reading the book in the corner at Bourbon Jacks, and now you're this different person. You're dancing in front of thousands of people on stage. You're the life of the party. You have tons of new friends, people that, you know, you can really count on. I think that's one of the biggest things about the DLD organization is that these, it's like, it's a true sisterhood of women. But let's talk about your future goals. Like, do you have any goals set for the next couple of years? I certainly do. So with auditions coming up again, I am hoping to move up to a boot girl. Uh-huh. And then I want to spend like at least two years as a boot girl because I feel like the first year is going to go by way too quickly. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's a new it's a new advancement. You know, it's a step up. And it's just like, I feel like it's going to go by too quickly. So I think two years, I can really feel it out, gain some more skills. And then after about two years of that, B3 status <laughs> is like ultimate. I feel like it's like varsity, junior varsity. Or wait, did I say that backwards? It's like freshman cheerleading, ver- <laughs> like junior varsity, and then like varsity. Everybody okay. wants to be the senior cheerleader type <laughs> deal. Like that's why I'm like, huh. <laughs> like that's literally my mind about it. <laughs> so if people are here with Live Love Dance and they're not sure how the organization works, we have the Boot Chicks, which is our beginner team, the Boot Girls, which is our intermediate team, and the Boot Boogie Babes, which is our premier team that really does a lot of really big shows like the Wolf's Throwdown, where we performed in front of almost 10,000 people this past summer. And that feeling that you had in Tonino with the Four Square Mile Music Festival, that's how we felt when we got off that stage. It was almost like you were walking on clouds. Oh, yeah. No, I don't doubt it. <laughs> Somebody said, you know, I don't take drugs. I've never taken any kind of drug. But I think if I ever like that's probably what it would feel like if I ever did. <laughs> oh, most definitely. I feel like that would that's for sure the feeling that's like. I don't know how like being on drugs would feel like, but I'm pretty sure this is the feeling. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then just like also like the show with Carly Pierce and everything. Right. I was right. like, oh my god. Yeah, that was a big deal. I thought that yeah. like that alone. I was like, oh, the senior <laughs> cheerleaders. That's <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Well, we do have uh, 2020 auditions coming up, and they start at the end of January. And if you are listening to Live Love Dance and you want to come dance with us, please do, because we're looking for all levels of dancers. And all you have to do is email us, bootboogiebabes at gmail.com, and we'll get you all taken care of. Susie, thank you so much for coming in and spending time with me today and sharing your story with us. Oh, thank you for having me. It was nice to share. Yeah, I mean, I, I just love the the growth. It's cool to see. Yeah, I hope to like keep growing and just never, never stop. I love that. You keep it up, girl. Well, Susie, thanks for being with us today. Thank you for having me. And until we see you, get out there and live, love, dance. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law.